I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. These 10 recent films, whether genuinely good movies or more mixed affairs, were all accompanied by one truly terrible subplot which felt like absolute dead weight. From pointless human interest storytelling the target audience had no interest in whatsoever, to enigmatic mysteries that ended up going nowhere, to just underdeveloped side stories, these subplots all ended up landing with a dull thud. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 recent movies with one awful subplot. Number 10. Madison and the Conspiracy Theorist Godzilla vs. Kong Though Godzilla vs. Kong mostly felt like a course correction for the MonsterVerse after Godzilla King of the Monsters overindulged in dull, pointless human drama, the film isn't without its own inane subplot. Young Madison Russell ends up trapped in a terrible side story, where she teams up with conspiracy theorist Bernie Hayes and her friend Josh to investigate Godzilla's rampage. It is the epitome of lousy, uninteresting human nonsense thrown into a film that primarily is about a giant egg and a giant lizard punching each other. That's what people came to see, dammit. The movie already has an overabundance of human characters, so one has to question why this subplot needed to exist at all. The trio's adventuring inevitably lands them in harm's way, and they end up having a direct influence on the outcome of the final battle, when Josh pours a flask of liquor on Mechagodzilla's control panel, allowing Godzilla and Kong to take advantage. As talented as these actors are, though, nobody asked for this. Number 9. Cole's Family – Mortal Kombat Many fans were already bemused that the new Mortal Kombat movie was centered around an entirely new character by the name of Cole Young, who effectively serves as the audience surrogate into this world. While Cole himself was fine enough, the script needlessly saddles him with a wife, Alison, and daughter, Emily. Unsurprisingly, Alison and Emily aren't so much characters as they are props to be imperiled in the third act, to try and raise the dramatic stakes. But given that audiences scarcely care about Cole himself, asking them to invest in two extra people who simply take time away from the actual iconic fighters they want to see is a bit of a big ask. Number 8. Finn Has Something to Tell Rey – Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker J.J. Abrams may be a big fan of mystery box storytelling, but he took this shtick to self-parodying ends in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker by never even bothering to open the damn thing with regard to one major subplot. Throughout the film, Finn makes it clear several times that he's got something important to tell Rey, and the implication is that it's one of two revelations. Either he's Force-sensitive or he's in love with her. Despite the obvious expectation that Finn would finally get his heart-to-heart -heart moment with Rey, 
day at film's end, it never comes. And so fans were left speculating on exactly what was going on with the character. In fact, fans got in enough of a tizzy about it that Abrams ended up confirming that indeed Finn was going to tell Rey he was Force-sensitive. It's emblematic of the film's wider issues, really, that it was clearly hacked into a hurried mess in the editing room, and there was no clear plan for the trilogy from the outset. Boyega has at least stated he'd consider returning to the series if producer Kathleen Kennedy and Abrams were involved. So this unsatisfying subplot could actually lead somewhere, someday. Number 7. Everything Involving Ward's Daughter, Army of the Dead Army of the Dead is another exercise in sheer excess from Zack Snyder. Its absurd 148-minute runtime bloated out with relentless slow motion and at least a few subplots too many. But there's one in particular that pads the movie out egregiously, and that's the involvement of protagonist Scott Ward's estranged daughter, Kate. Because Snyder apparently thought Scott needed a familial anchor in this unforgiving, zombie-infested hellscape, we're forced to sit through numerous hokey melodramatic exchanges between the two. Typically, Kate ends up tagging along on the central heist mission, in the hope of rescuing her missing friend, Jeter, a character whose fate the film couldn't seem any less interested in. Kate's involvement piles additional complications and contrivances on top of what would otherwise be a fairly simple, even lean zombie action flick. That she's painfully unlikable and frequently makes asinine decisions ensures she's dead weight in a movie that would have been all the better without her. Number 6. Cat's Son, Tenet Christopher Nolan's Tenet was unquestionably one of 2020's most talked-about movies, and also one of its most divisive. As visually striking and intriguing as it definitely was, Nolan's infamous inability to write compelling women sadly strikes once again with his primary female character, Kat. Kat's role in the story involves her trying to regain custody of her son from her abusive blackmailing husband, Andre Sato. It's a pretty typical arc for a major Nolan character, albeit one bereft of any emotion import whatsoever. The problem isn't so much that we know basically nothing about Kat's son. That didn't stop Cobb's quest in Inception being emotionally gripping, but that almost no effort is made to establish Kat's desperate desire to get her son back. Nolan shoves Kat into the generic, cliched, loving, protective mother role as a boring default. Yet, without sufficient character development, it just feels like a cold, empty archetype to accompany what the director's really interested in. The timey-wimey action sequences. Number 5. The Astronauts – The Midnight Sky The first half of George Clooney's epic sci-fi drama The Midnight Sky is focused mostly on scientist Augustine Lofthaus, as he ekes out a lonesome existence on an Arctic base in the wake of an apocalyptic disaster which wiped out most of the Earth's population. He eventually discovers a young girl, Iris, on the base, and at this point the film shifts into a chillier version of the road. A harsh survival romp in which Augustine tries to keep himself and Iris safe. But eventually, Augustine is forced into wider action when he learns that the crew of a spaceship, the Ether, are returning home, unaware how dire the situation is on Earth. For the first half of the movie, our interactions with the astronauts, led by characters Sully and Adewale, are infrequent, but in the film's second half, their involvement becomes much more pronounced. Ultimately, their subplot, which really just becomes the plot by the third act, is a dull encumbrance upon the far more interesting, straightforward tale of Augustine and Iris surviving in the remote, chilly Arctic. 
Obviously, the script was duty-bound to faithfully adapt Lily Brooks Dalton's source novel, but constantly cutting away to the forgettable scientist just rips the audience away from the real compelling dramatic meat of the movie, a bearded husk of a man living out his final days with a young girl. That sounds much weirder out of context. Number 4. Martha Kent is Martian Manhunter, Zack Snyder's Justice League Zack Snyder's Justice League was a film both excessive and crowd-pleasing. With seemingly every usable scrap of content Snyder filmed for his original version of the film making its way on screen. But one misjudged moment left fans reeling. When, after a genuinely intriguing heart-to-heart -heart between Lois Lane and Martha Kent, it revealed that Martha was actually Martian Manhunter, aka General Swanwick in disguise. As cool as it is to see the cult fave superhero in the flesh, it robs the lowest Martha scene of its emotional power if it was ultimately all nonsense spewing from an imposter's mouth. The fact we're given so little context for Martian Manhunter being in the mix, even with a second appearance at film's end, only makes it feel that much more sour. Beyond the ridiculous nightmare finale, this is probably the most superfluous and ill-executed part of the entire four-hour epic. At least it doesn't last long though, right? Number 3. The Sun Gets Kidnapped Greenland the Gerard Butler-starring disaster flick Greenland was ultimately one of 2020's most surprisingly entertaining films. A modest stab at the genre which focuses less on CGI-soaked carnage and more on the desperation of a family to merely survive. This is all well and good, though the 119-minute movie ends up padding itself out with one delineated side story too many, when John and Allison's young son Nathan gets frickin' kidnapped. Because the prospect of an incoming planet-annihilating comet isn't enough for one movie, there's a subplot where the family are picked up by a couple, Ralph and Judy Vento, who are desperate to get on one of the evacuating flights to Greenland. As such, they end up kidnapping Nathan in the hope that they can use him to board one of the flights. An optimistic at best plan, which of course does not work. Clearly, there's a drum-tight 100-minute movie to be found here, but the utter silly nonsense of this subplot bloats the film out totally unnecessarily. Number 2. Steve Trevor Hijacks a Random Guy's Body Wonder Woman 1984 Wonder Woman 1984 was one of last year's most disappointing movies for some, in large part due to its deeply troubling subplot involving Steve Trevor's revival, courtesy of a wish inadvertently made by Diana. Rather than just magic Steve back to life out of thin air, the film jumps through wildly unnecessary dramatic hoops to insert Steve into the body of a random dude. Steve effectively hijacks this man's body and consciousness for his time back among the living, during which time he has sex with Diana and is put in frequent danger, all acts that the poor guy locked in there somewhere is unable to consent to. The film does nothing to ruminate on the ethical issues involved, and largely just sweeps them under the carpet like they're nothing. The script could have sidestepped this issue altogether by just having Steve be wished back out of nowhere, and then evaporate when Maxwell Lord is defeated. It was just that easy. Oh, and quick note that our final entry will contain major spoilers for Cruella if you haven't seen it yet. So, you have been warned. Number 1. Cruella's Mother Gets Killed by Dalmatians Cruella The recently released Cruella faced a major dramatic hurdle from the outset. How the hell do you make Cruella de Vil, the woman who will go on to murder Dalmatians for their fur, a protagonist audiences can actually identify with? The answer, inevitably, is that Cruella isn't quite the lead-in to 101 Dalmatians that many expected, and it's really best thought of as an alternate reality origin story a la Joker, offering a standalone reimagining of the the iconic character, albeit one that's already got a sequel in the works. 
<coughs> because money. <coughs> and so, the whole dog-murdering aspect of Cruella's character has been jettisoned entirely. Even if the film devotes an entire subplot to bending over backwards and trying to explain her antipathy towards the animals. Hilariously, an early scene shows Cruella's mother, Catherine, being pushed off a cliff to her death by a pack of Dalmatians. The implication being that this sowed the seeds for her future villainy. But of course, it eventually transpires that the Dalmatians were commanded to attack Catherine at the behest of their owner, Baroness von Hellman. And because this isn't enough of a twist, Hellman is also Cruella's biological mother. Well, I never. By this point, the constant rejigging and reframing of the truth is more annoying than entertaining. With the film being so desperate to distance itself from the popular conception of Cruella, the one has to question why this wasn't just an original character instead. Hint, <coughs> because money. <coughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>